You are about to encounter the teaching ministry of Bishop Andy Juma. Bishop Andy Juma is the pastor of the Precious Souls Church, a denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Dark Hewitt Moore. Bishop Andy Juma oversees the denomination which has churches in Swaziland and Namibia. The Precious Souls Church is full of zealously affected souls who love and desire to work for the Lord. This anointed message will bring hope, encouragement, and healing to your life. Be transformed as you listen to this message. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, this afternoon, for a time in your presence. We are grateful for life. We thank you so much for gathering us in your house. Lord, we pray that you will speak to us. Why don't you just pray to God, talk to God to speak to you this afternoon. Ask God to speak to you. Say, Lord, speak to me. Lord, may I not leave you the same. We ask for your voice, your voice, your voice, your voice. Cause us to hear from above today. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Thank you. Lika bro sandara basandara baba. Shila basandere musikaria ndara basanda. Pray and bind the works of darkness, any work of Satan. Bind it that you'll be able to receive freely from the Lord today. Bind every work of Satan. Father, this morning we thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. You are all welcome to this afternoon's service. Is it afternoon already? Yes. So let's get to the Word of God. You have your Bibles? All right. Now, last week or two, yeah, we started to look at one of the books from the Macarius, New Macarius 51 to 50. How many of you have Macarius 40? Thank you. 40. Old Macarius, original Macarius. Only one. Hey. Okay, 60, Macarius 60. You got a 60, which is the like the upgrade. Okay, and then we got some new 13 books that came. They were not in the Macarius. Okay, but now, by the grace of God, we have all that set and newer ones which have come in what we call Macarius 51 to 100, the small one on top there. So, uh, they have very powerful titles. So, I was sharing from one of them two weeks ago Attempt great things for God. Hallelujah. Attempt great things for God. And uh, we looked at seven ways to attempt great things for God. Do you remember any of the ways? Okay. Can we mention one here? 
This side. Yes. Leading somebody to Christ. Powerful. Clap for her. Two. Anybody? This side. Okay. Preaching the gospel. Wonderful. Number. Anybody here? Okay. Clap for him as well. This side. Establishing somebody in Christ. Good. Good. You got it right. Clap for her as well. That side. Real. Your side. Giving somebody a book. Okay, good. That's also correct. Okay, this side. Training a pastor. Very good. Clap for yourselves. That side. Wenji's side. Yes. Sorry. Baby, sit closer. You are too far. Yes. Hey. Listening to your message, he's he's writing his own edition of the book. R- write notes. Oh, you come to church, write notes. Okay, so we have number one, leading someone to Christ. Number two, preaching the gospel. Number three. Somebody in Christ. Number four, a trainer pastor. Number five, sending missionaries. Sending missionaries. Great. Then seven. Sorry, six. Giving somebody a book. And it's the most, it's the easiest way, eh? Just have to get a book and bless somebody with it. And you have planted a great tree. Okay, so giving somebody a book. Then the last one, seven. Planting a church in the city. Hallelujah. Well, today I want I'm, I want to preach from another book. From the new Macarius 51. And I'm preaching from this book called Seeing and Hearing. I think it's book number 79. Seeing and hearing. There are more in the pack that you don't know of. So if I can, even for the uh, attempt great things, I can stay on it for the whole year. But I'm just picking books and teaching from. So that you appreciate what you have and read them. And when you get the Macarius, please read them. Read the books. That's how you will become a great tree. Amen. So today I want to preach from another book Hearing, seeing, and hearing. Somebody say, seeing and hearing. So, the title of my message today is Seeing and Hearing. And I'm preaching from chapter one of the book. But I just want to generally introduce the book. Do you understand? And then we can go into the chapters properly as and when God allows us. Wonderful. So, I just want you to open two scriptures uh, to start with. Acts, the book of Acts chapter 28, verse 26 and 27. And then we would look at Acts chapter 4. Acts 28, 26 to 27, and then, sorry, Acts chapter 10, verse 44. 
Acts 28, 26 to 27, saying, Go unto this people and say, Hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and not perceive. For the heart of this people is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should hear with their eyes, sorry, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and they should be converted, and I should heal them. Amen. Good. Then the next one is Acts 10, 44. 44 and 45. Acts chapter 10, verse 44 and 45. You will be blessed today. Yes. Acts 10, 44. Whilst Peter yet speak these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them all, on all them that heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, today I'm going to introduce to you through this book a subject that perhaps you've not been taught before, you know. And uh, I want you to listen carefully because it's going to form the bedrock of your success in life. Amen. Stylish amen. Good. Now, anybody that you see doing something very well operates by a certain principle. So, for example, if you see somebody singing very well, somebody um, preaching very well, somebody what? Dancing very well, yes. Somebody doing sound very well. Any, 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 anything in life, in ministry, in your workplace, in your school, whatever well that you fall in, if you can pick up anybody who is excelling extremely and seem to be doing very well, there is... You can call it a secret or a foundation behind that person's success. And many a time, you may, you may look at it and say, that, oh, that person is favored. Or that person is blessed. Or that person seems to be talented. And that is why he or she is doing well in that manner. Well, to some extent, is true. Because... If you are not blessed, you can be successful. But over and above the blessing that the person has, there is also something that the person does to move him or her to that level. And sometimes you may think that, oh, it's just the grace of God that is working on the person's life to bring him there. Yes, it's true. But the grace of God makes people to excel, but over and above the grace, there are also certain hidden secrets. 
and foundations that the person practices that you may not know. If you see somebody living a good Christian life, it's not because God loves the person more than you. <laughs> or that person seems to be better than you. But usually, that person practices certain things. Does certain things. There is the basis at which that person is doing very well. And today, that's what I want to bring to your attention. Now, how many of you would like to know that foundation or that secret to success in the person's life? I thank God that our pastor, Bishop Dahiwad Mills, has written that secret down in this book. Yes, in this book. And what is that secret? What is that foundation? What is that thing that can move a person from the back to the front? What is it that can make somebody into an excellent singer, excellent preacher, excellent Christian? What brings excellence into our lives? If you care to call it a secret, then it is the secret of seeing and hearing. I'll say it again. If you care to call it a secret, then it is the secret of seeing and what? Hearing. Somebody say seeing and hearing. Seeing and hearing. I can't hear you. Seeing and hearing. Yeah. Oh, Bishop, are you sure? Yes. Seeing and hearing. The scripture we read, go back to the first one. Acts 28. Twenty-eight, twenty-six to twenty-seven. It says, "Saying, maybe go to twenty, twenty-five, so that we understand why he's saying saying." I don't know how we can say the sentence by saying saying. Yeah, and when they agreed not among themselves, they departed. After that, Paul had spoken one word. Well speak the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, then 20. So, so what we are reading is something that Isaiah said, okay? Good. So he said that, go unto this people and say, hearing they shall hear and shall not understand. And seeing they shall see and not perceive. Why? For the heart of these people that you are going unto them, for the heart of this people is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes have they closed so the question is, why will the people hear or listen, but they will not hear? Why will they see 
and not perceive? Why will they not understand with their hearts? He gives a reason. He says that the main reason is that these guys, their ears are dull of hearing. Say, my ears are not dull of hearing. So there are some people, their ears are dull. They are dull when they come to hearing. It's like you speak, they can hear, but they can't hear. I don't know how to say it. They can listen, but they can't hear. There are two different things. You can listen and not hear. You know, as we are all in church this morning, people are hearing different things. Oh, yes. People are hearing different things. But he said, these guys, their ears are dull of hearing. And he says, number two, they have closed their eyes. Says that, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes. So here, the Bible speaks of the combination of two very important activities. Hearing and seeing. Now, anybody who masters the act of hearing and seeing is suddenly propelled to the place where you receive understanding. He says, and hear with their, okay, next verse and the eyes have their closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and should be converted and I should heal them. Now, what is the ultimate being converted and being healed. Being converted and being, being changed and getting your results. But how does it start? It starts with your eyes seeing, your ears hearing, and then your heart becomes understanding or understanding comes into your heart. If you can't hear and if you can't see, your hearts will not change. So that lest they become converted, so that lest their hearts, lest, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and then they become converted. So the process of being converted and getting healed or getting your results or success comes first and foremost by your eyes seeing, your ears hearing, your heart gets understanding, and then you become converted. Have you been there before when you, 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 somebody is speaking to you, speaking to you, speaking to you, speaking to you, and suddenly you say, ah, I see. Or now I see. Or, oh, I now understand. But you see, before you understood, it's like now you see and therefore you understand. Or I now hear it in a particular way. I didn't used to hear it that way. That's something. Even this morning, we are all here, but people are hearing different things. Because the truth is that. Until you are able to hear and see the right thing, you will not understand it. So your understanding, listen carefully, your understanding depends on your degree of hearing 
and seeing. You understand it? You know, there are some things that if you don't understand, if you don't, if you've not heard and seen, your understanding about it is so low that it affects the way you live. As a pastor, when I was a young, a young pastor, when I started off many years ago, 20 years back, one day we got a vista. I was preaching the church, small church at the time, in Swaziland, small church somewhere there. And a lady walks up into the service. And then, I was just married then, I remember. And then, when she came to the service, you know, she was new, but she was smiling. So when you see someone like that, you begin to wonder, ah, why, do you know me or what? I, I didn't know her. But she was smiling. So, I also smiled back. You smile, I smile. So after the service, she came to tell me, Pastor, don't you remember me? I said, no, I don't. Then she said, oh, really? They said, I said, so where do you know me from? He said, oh, I was at your wedding. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm asking myself, I didn't, I, my wedding was in Ghana a couple of months ago. So they said, oh, yeah, I was at your wedding. So then, then she said, I work with your mother-in-law. So your mother-in-law invited me to your wedding. I said, oh, really? What are you doing here? You've come all the way from Accra. To Swaziland, what are you doing here? They said, I came for a conference. So I asked that, where is the lighthouse church? And somebody directed me. So after church, she stayed. We were interacting with people, talking to people, you know, doing all the meetings. And my wife said, let's go home with her. So we took her home and had lunch with her, everything. That's quite a long story short. When we got home, I think something happened. Or just before we got home, we bought something on the way, you know, and yeah, we bought some fruits on the way. So I picked up a bunch of apples, not they put them in a plastic bag. I picked one and then I started to eat. I was hungry. Then this lady went to tell my wife that, why does your husband eat without wash, washing his hands? Like how the disciples told Jesus, the, the, the Pharisees told, told Christ, why do your disciples eat without washing their hands? So, my wife can tell me that, ah, did you, did you, why, why, you just come from church? I said, ah, but, I mean, I'm from church. I mean, Why? Then this lady brought something that had forgotten to my attention. She said, Pastor, you know what? When you close from church, you shake so many hands. Yes. Oh, you are blessed. I see you blessed. Oh, how was your day? It's good to see you. All these people that you are interacting with, they are impacting bacteria into your hands. Gems. You see? Now, so when you get home, he says that the first thing you do is washing of hands ministry. Washing of hands ministry. I said, what is that? He says, it's the ministry of washing your hands with soap. The first thing you arrive in the house before you touch any food. I said, oh, really? I didn't know that one. Then, since she told me that in 20, 2002, 
Hardly. 2002, 20 years ago. Hardly would I put something in my mouth without washing my hands with soap when I get home. Because as part of my work, I touch people. I touch people. Now, if you don't have that understanding, it will not mean anything to you. Ah, but we are living. <laughs> Somebody even told me that oh, African gems, they don't kill. <laughs> but suddenly, as soon as I said, oh, yeah. Understanding. But it comes by first of all hearing. If you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have heard. Hearing. And sometimes it's not just hearing, but also seeing. 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 There are some things, as soon as you see it, understanding comes. And when understanding comes, suddenly there is a conversion, there's a change in your heart. There's a change in your life. There's a change in the way you do this. And perhaps is it possible that the way you are struggling is because you have not heard certain things and seen certain things? The answer is yes. The day you would hear some things and see some things, suddenly your life changes. Yesterday I was driving somewhere with some brothers and I told them that look, you know, you have to you, you have to travel. Because this place, if you grow up here, you will not make an impact here. Sometimes you have to travel. And why? Because when you travel, you see a bigger world. That's why they say travel and see. You see a bigger world. And as soon as you see that world, when you come back that place, I tell you that place can never be the same. You bring a change. Because suddenly there is something that you will see that wow people outside this area, they live a certain kind of a better life and we can change our lives here. But if you've never moved outside your zone to hear some things and to see some things look, you call yourself the mayor of the area. Well, the area there is nothing to be happy about. One day I told somebody, I said, do you know that at 18 years, your colleagues in the world, they own cars? Yes, yes, yes. At 18 years. College people. At 18, they go to school in their own cars. Not their parents' cars. Their own cars. But perhaps you are living in a place where in the whole area, only a grandfather has a car. And even that car, you have to push, 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 push before the car can start. Now, when you live in such a place, because of what you have seen, the, 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 the desire even to buy a car as a young person can never cross to you. Never. You can live in a place where you see young people prosper. Suddenly, by just what you see, 
what you see. You receive understanding. Oh, there is something wrong with staying with my father at my mother's house at my age and eating their food and using their tissue. No, I must do something. I must do something. So the, people, so, 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 so the Bible says, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted. The conversion is what we need. The change. The change. When the conversion happens, then your healing and everything just comes through. But you start with hearing and seeing. Put your hands together for Jesus. So how you do well or how you feel hangs on this. Everything. The success or the futility of your activity depends on hearing and seeing. For your basenta to work, it depends on hearing and seeing. Not just hearing, hearing and seeing. For your ministry to grow, it depends on hearing and seeing. That's why I'm introducing to you this very important book, Hearing and Seeing. It looks like, what is this? But I tell you, hey, very important. If only you can hear certain things and see certain things, your life will change from today. From, from today, today, your life will change. If only you hear. You know, when we come to church like this, interestingly, do you know that the part that the devil fights seriously is the part when we have to hear? Here. So that's when you can, some people start to do their to-do list. As the preaching is going, they, are, they can't hear. They are listening, but they can't hear. So they start to write. You think they're writing notes. They are writing to-do lists from here. I'm going to buy Kapana. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm telling you, shopping list. It's true. It's true. It's true. Even in prayer, it's the same thing. When you go into deep prayer, it comes that you get to a level where sometimes God wants to speak to you. Now, it is at that same level so that the flesh wants to speak and tell you, oh, uh, go, and, go and do washing. Uh, go and do this. Go and do that. Go and do that. Because, because, if only you can hear. Go with me to Revelation chapter 4. Revelations. Revelations chapter 4 verse 1. Revelations chapter 4 verse 1. Good. It says, after this, say after this. Now who is talking here? John. John says, after this. I looked, underline the word, I looked. Because they can look, but they won't see. <laughs> but it says, I looked, and behold, 
door was open in heaven. The first voice which I heard. So here, John says, I looked and I also heard. Even in heaven. Behold, a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking to me which said, come up hither. Come up. So which means that John was at a lower level. But he heard something. He saw something. And that thing led to his elevation, his promotion because where he was, he would never have heard the voice to come up until he saw and head. So any activity that you are doing which doesn't involve hearing and seeing, it leads to, your, it leads to futility. No prospering. Let me give a good example. Come. Okay, you stand here. Yeah, yeah, yes. No, no, no. The lady. Okay, I need three people. Okay. Phoebe, you two come. Give the microphones. Three microphones, possibly. Somebody to sing it so you can sing it. Okay, I'll start with Helen. Helen, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I am Helen. Okay, good. Helen, there's a feedback, so push yourself up. Don't, no, don't close. Yeah. Uh -huh. The microphones are giving feedback. Okay. Ellen, what do you do? I am a diesel mechanic. A diesel mechanic. What does it mean? We don't understand. Speak English. <laughs> I repair Volkswagen and Audi cars. You, you repair? Volkswagen and what Audi. What is Volkswagen? VW. Speak English. We are ordinary people here. <laughs> VW cars. GTI R32. Go six, go seven, okay. So you woke up one day and you could fix it? No, I went to study at school. You went to study? Yes. Where do you study? I studied in Cape Town, Cape Town. Katatura Bush, Bush Side Garage. No, in Cape Town. Cape Town? Yes. Cape Town where? Cape Peninsula. Cape Peninsula Primary School. University. <laughs> you went to university to study? Yes. And you did what? A diploma course? I did a degree in mechanical engineering. Wow. So you are a mechanical engineer. Now, what does it take? Listen. What does it take to become a mechanical engineer? What does it take? Okay, so first and foremost, so can you fix diesel engines? Yes, I'm specialized in boat engines and heavy duty. So she's a specialist in boat engines, like a boat, a ship. If the ship breaks down, they'll call her. 
to go and fix it. And diesel engines. She's not a simple person. Clap for her. Now, before you went to Cape Town, which level of, or what was your status in life? Grade 12. Yes, please. Now, at grade 12, would you have called yourself a mechanical engineer? At all. You would just be a learner. But now, you go to Cape Town to study mechanical engineering. How did you become a mechanical engineer? Tell us. Do you have to be jumping every day to become a mechanical engineer? How do you become? Um, I studied for three years and one year. If you say study, what goes into studying? I did megatronic. I did maths. Okay, let me make it easy for you. Did you have instructors? which we call lecturers or teachers. What did they do to you? They opened your brains and they put things there for you. What did they do to you? <laughs> they taught me, Bishop. They taught you. What do you mean by they taught you? Uh, they are called training officers, so we did practical trainings. What, how did they do practical trainings? Uh, they show us how to open an engine and then we have to they do it show three you. times. Yes. How did they show you? Do they, are you, listen, let me, let me ask you straight questions to make it easier for you. Are you compelled or are you expected during practical sessions to be there? Yes, please. Why? So that I can see and hear. So you can see what? What he's doing. What your boss, your master, your lecturer, your instructor is doing concerning the angels. You have to be there to see. You might have read them in books, seen them in books, but to become an engineer, you must have seen. And you must be there to hear certain things, to hear what the instructor is saying about what you are seeing. In order to become, to receive understanding and be converted and receive your healing. That's what I'm saying. That These two activities... Once they are not in your life, you are done for. You can't hear and see. If she, look, she would have qualified you to go to Cape Town, but without hearing and seeing, she wouldn't be standing here. She wouldn't be standing here. She wouldn't be standing here. Hi, everyone. So, April, we beg you, speak slowly. So we can have hearing. I know you're from America, but speak like an African to us. Okay, what are you studying? Um, registered nursing. Registered nursing. Wow. So, how do you become a registered nurse? Um, Bishop, there are different ways. You can start from caregiver, then auxiliary, then. Um, um, I said speak like an African. Don't take us to America yet. Continue. Yes, Bishop. Take your time. Breathe. Um, yes, Bishop. There are different ways, Bishop, that you can study to become a registered nurse, Bishop. Mm-hmm. 
So what does it take to be a registered nurse? Can I sit at home and just be a registered nurse? I, at all, Bishop. What should one do? Like, what are you doing to become a registered nurse? Um, study hard. And also, for me, I also did practicals, which also helped with it last year. Are you required to be at the practicals? Yes, Bishop. Seriously? Yes, Bishop. And then there's a supervisor who teaches you, like, okay, this is done like this, and then this is done like that. And then you see it, and then it's easier to understand it. So, even to become a nurse, you need what? Seeing. You must be there to see the cases. And you must be there to hear what the lecturer is saying about the case. Okay, for Ibi, let's see. I think next week you are bringing us greetings, the way that people wanted you to speak today. Okay, for Ibi, what are you studying? Radiography. What is radiography? You fix radios? <laughs> or you work in a radio station? We fix radios. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, we take x-rays at the hospital, Bishop. X-rays, ultrasound. Yeah, CT scans, MRI. CT scans. You name they, it. Yeah, they use images to check what we can't see with our eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh, that is radio, radiography. Now, how, how, how does one become a radiographer? Um, you study. <laughs> okay, Bishop, you, you finish your grade 12, you get your points, which is like... Okay, so once you, you are enrolled in the school, what is required of you? Um, you basically, first you are taught theory, so that's the hearing part, and then you go to the hospital, and then the, the qualified radiographer, so the clinical instructor, shows you practically how you take x-rays and yeah and then you basically also practice so you are taught and then you go into can practice. you become a radiographer without ever having to go to see how the radiography department looks like no bishop you can't <laughs> you can be a straight ace student but i tell you if you don't go to listen to what your instructor is saying you can never qualify. You can never qualify. Now, thank you. Clap for them. I only use this illustration, a clear illustration like this, to point out to you that even in the natural, to do well, you need hearing and seeing. In the, when it comes spiritually to, you need hearing and seeing. Every aspect of your life, these two activities are very important. But you see, when you are a student, I'll, I'll tell you something. One of the most, not challenging, but one of the most easy times to dodge is practical time. Because when I was a student, we used to have practicals in the afternoon. Oh, when you go and eat and you feel like sleeping, my brother, we just find somewhere and sleep. <laughs> because we didn't know that it was even more important than the, than the theoretical classes. Yes. Because you need to be there to see various cases and to hear. And sometimes the things that are in the book when you read, you don't get much understanding as when somebody is practically showing you. 
So every activity that involves hearing and seeing is just a way to lead you into success. In Acts 10.44, Acts 10.44, yes, Acts 10.44, the Bible says something. The Bible says that. And as Peter yet speak these words, as he was yet speaking, what happened? The Holy Ghost, it fell. Holy Ghost, he can fall. He fell on all. That means he came down from heaven. He came down. He fell on all them. Not all the people in their room. But all them which had, which had the word. So there could have been people in their room that day. The Holy Ghost, he jumped over them. He didn't fall on them. Because as Peter was preaching, oh, they were thinking about this man. Let him finish quickly. We want to go and watch movies. That evening, spiritual things, spiritual impartations, liftings, increase in spiritual things, it comes by hearing and seeing. Hearing and seeing. Many years ago, when I was a student, somebody invited me for a breakfast meeting. Few people, probably about 10 people. And I sat opposite him. And the pastor, like a round table, so I sat opposite him. He bought me everything, tickets, everything. And the pastor was like here. And I sat here. Now, as the pastor was preaching, I was 100% alert on him. You know. And so after the service, the guy told me, ah, I saw that you were too serious in the meeting. And I said, oh, really? He said, oh, we, we just came to eat. Because when they got there, we saw how they've arranged their food. You know, their mind was, let this guy finish preaching so that we can go and eat their food and be happy. But for me, it wasn't about the food. It was most, first and foremost about the spiritual food we were being served there. You see, an anointing can fall on you. The Holy Ghost, it fell on all those that heard the word. So when you come to church and the word is being preached, look, you, you, one day I was preaching somewhere, there was a white girl in the meeting. She was writing things. After church, she came to give me her notes. Do you know her? The notes. She was drawing me. <laughs> she was sketching me. Just sketching me, painting me. So you, so you can be in the meeting as I'm preaching. You be there, sketching me, drawing me. There is, if the Holy Ghost falls on people here, it will never fall on you. And you say, no, there are too many demons in my village. It's not from a village. It's the way you are. <laughs> Hearing, Hearing. So that the Holy Ghost. Fell on all them that had the word. May you hear the word. Hearing. Seeing. Hearing. Seeing. Hearing. Seeing. Hearing. Seeing. I have a cousin. 
You know, this thing is so, it's so practical. I have a cousin, when we were growing up, he's a big guy, I mean, quite older than me now. When we were growing up, he never wore, even if like, you invite him to church, he never wore a shirt and pants like this, no. If he came to church, he would wear soccer jersey. Yeah, outfit there. And maybe tracksuit or something. Look, the guy, he, he lived football. He, he dreamt football. He ate football. In his car, you would find two footballs at the, at the back of the mirror. Uh, at the back of the windscreen. No, at the back. The, the windshield. Everything about him is football. One day, I went to his house. And I put on those days video, uh, video cassette player. You have to, uh-huh. So I put on the, the video deck. And you know what I saw? A whole documentary on Maradona, Diego Maradona. Yeah. To him, soccer is his life. Meanwhile, he was a PhD student in geography. Yeah. You won't, you, won't, you won't go to him and he's, uh, you, you have, no, 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 no. Everything's okay. When he qualified, he went to Canada to be a lecturer there. Then one day, a girl from there came and told her, look, this is your cousin there. Eh? Even though he's a lecturer, his main activity is he's a football coach. And I told her, I'm not surprised. <laughs> because... For him, 24 hours, he's seeing soccer. He's hearing soccer. He's seeing soccer. He said, what you see and hear is what you become. What you see. What you that is why you should be careful what you hear. Do you know that this principle, the devil can also take advantage of it? Yes. Because... What you see and hear affects you so much that it can lift you up into a higher dimension. So when you don't do those things, that void created, the devil can take advantage of it and make you also hear some things and see some things and you become that thing. Do you know how Christian young men get addicted to pornography? It's hearing and seeing. Hearing and seeing. Hear it and see. Anything that the devil is able to make you hear, 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 and see, 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 you become a professor in that thing. Yes. So Jesus said, I think in Mark 4.24, give me Mark 4.24, Jesus said, take heed what Mark 4, 24. It's not in his Bible. Hey, still not there. Okay, I have a Bible. I'll use mine. Oh, he has found it. 24, take us. Aha, this one. And he said unto them, take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye met, it shall be measured to you, 
and unto you that hear shall more be given. More be given. So more is not given to just anybody, but those who hear. So the first thing I pick from this verse is that we must be careful what enters into our ears. You must have spiritual filters to filter what enters into your ear. Don't just open your ear as garbage for things to just enter, 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 enter. Anything, they download it on your ears. I used to have a roommate. He would tell our friends when they come into the room to make noise. He would tell them, listen, my ears are not dustbins. Because some of the guys, they go and study and when they want to release tension, they come and make noise in our room. You tell them, look here. <laughs> My ears, they are not dustbins. Be careful! Take heed! What? 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 What you hear? What you allow to enter into your ears? What do you allow? You can be on Facebook, social media, and you can find some people, and what they are telling you, I tell you, is affecting you. It's affecting you. Their counsel is affecting you. These idiots, what they are saying, as you keep hearing, you are going to be changed into their image. Do you know that you can listen, you can watch and hear a clown? For so long that you'll be transformed into a clown. Oh, yes. When you start to speak, everybody starts laughing. It could be because you have been you have been soaking in things. You have been seeing things. You have been hearing things. So if you see a good footballer. They may have the skill, but I tell you, besides that, they do a lot of watching of soccer matches. A lot of watching. Before they go and play a match, they watch a lot. Even the skills they have, sometimes they learn from others. If you see a good singer, he does a lot of hearing, listens a lot. And watches a lot. Watches a lot of singers. Listens a lot. If you see a good preacher, he listens a lot of preaching and watches a lot of preaching. If you see a good cook, she does a lot of watching and listening. There is hardly anybody who is at a certain level of success without hearing and watching in that space. So how come that you also want to do well as a Christian, but there is no hearing and seeing about Christianity in your life? How come? You are rather hearing bad things. The people that counsel you are people who are not Christians. I mean, how come that a TV star is your main counselor You want to be like that person. In fact, you have your own private YouTube channel people that control your life. What they say is what you do. You believe in them more than your pastors. More than your parents. It's like, these are the people that you are hearing. Be careful because hearing and seeing affects your life. 
in chapter 1 of this book. The, the, the chapter is hearing, seeing and hearing is your entrance into wisdom. Hearing and seeing and hearing is your entrance into wisdom. And the chapter is Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. It says, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. A man, a wise man will hear. See, I will hear. And I will increase. Hearing comes with increase in learning. You want to learn about anything? Marriage, ministry, business, righteousness, anything. Just hear. Hear about it. Hear more about it. You increase in that thing. You increase in that thing. You increase in that thing. You want to increase in anointing? Hear more about anointing. You increase in it. Yeah. Hearing. 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 Maybe these ladies I interviewed, maybe they had a desire in that field. But to increase in that thing, they first of all have to go and be taught. They must hear somebody and they must see some things. And then they will become. The entrance to your wisdom. Your wisdom, wisdom is the rightful application of knowledge. That without hearing something and applying it, you can't enter into any wisdom. So from today, as a Christian, Value and respect hearing. On Mondays, you know, we post the preaching, prophet's preaching on our pages. Uh, when you see, don't just say, oh, this one is not a funny video. Hey, download it. Because if it was a funny video, you would download, even though you don't have enough credit, you would download it. And you watch and be happy for a small moment. When you download the preaching and you listen, listen, hear, 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 keep hearing, you will increase in the things of God. And for example, last week he was sharing about prosperity associated with building. I began to listen to it in the night. I was listening. Then at the point, I said, ah. No, the way the message is, I must see. Because he was saying, show me this. Show us this. Show me. So I said, no, 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 I must see. So I connected to my YouTube. And I began to see as he was showing the pictures of the cities. The cities. Because it's different hearing and it's different also seeing. But some of you up to now, you still not listen to it. But if I check your phone right now, I'll see you listening to Big Zulu, Small Zulu, and all the Zulus. 
Who do you listen to? Should I inspect your phones? Should I? Does that answer why your life is the way it is? It answers. But I pray that your life experiences a turn around. In Jesus' name. My last scripture. Revelations 22. And verse 8. Revelations 22, last chapter in, in the book of, in, last chapter in the Bible. So, John is speaking. He says, and I, John, saw these things and heard them. Say, I saw and I heard. Say, I'll, I'll see and I'll hear. Now, let's see what happens. So, John says, I saw and I heard these things. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. How the action to fall down came because John saw and head. As we end, I want, to, I, I want to explain something. There are some things that will bring you to your knees if you hear them and see them. John said, I, John, I heard and I saw these things. And what I heard and saw, it made me to fall down to worship. Anything that makes you to fall down or, or humbles you, embrace it is very good. Mm. You didn't hear me. I said anything that makes you to fall down or humbles you is very good. Embrace it. Anything that brings humility in your life. Maybe this is where you sit. Then, then maybe when you came to church, the usher put you at the back. You can have two reactions. You can be very angry with him and say, take your church away. Then you, and then you go home. Or we can be there quietly. Quietly. And be a nobody. And you ask us much more children to the front. But that's very good for you. There are some experiences we need to sometimes go through so that we shall remain 
there are some things because of what you have experienced it will not be a problem for you you have gone through some things so it makes you humble now humility is one of the things that you cannot learn from a book you cannot you have to go through it you have to go through something sometimes the pressure in your workplace is good for you mm, the way your boss treats you is, 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 is very good it's very good the more you pray the more harsher she becomes it's okay John said, I fell my feet. For him, it was, a, it was an act of worship. Sometimes, even what you hear, it makes you to worship better. Mm, what you see. Do you know that if you see some things, you can become that thing? If you don't see good marriage, Sometimes the only your only understanding of marriage is that bad one you saw from your auntie or your uncle. And so when we mention, when will you marry? You say me, marriage. No, 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 no. Hey, no, 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 no. I don't want to marry. So you think that marriage is a very bad thing? No, it's because of what you have seen or what you have heard. They will tell you that as for a man, he's not like a pillow. Don't put your head on him. All men are bad. All men are cheaters. They are they are trash. Hey, all men are trash. Say minus me. All men are some way. See when you when you hear those things. And a good man stands in front of you. Then those things start to play back. All men are trash. All men are some way. So you can't even trust anybody. I know pastors that used to have small churches, small ministries with bad incomes and everything. But they would travel to like Ghana during GTW, GTWC, Give Thyself Holy Conference. They would, they would just travel. And sometimes they go just to go and see. See a large ministry. And hear about how to build a large ministry. And I've seen many of them, their churches transforming, their churches. Because what you go to see, you can become. So, even though Jesus says, take heed what you hear. In other words, he, he also says, take heed what you see. I was talking to somebody, I don't know who I was talking to recently. And I was telling the person that, me, I'm very careful what I see and what I hear. Very careful. Very, very careful. Sometimes we can be in the house in the night. They are watching movies. And in the movie, there are snakes. I said, ah, what's the use of this thing? 
I say change. They say they watch. Okay, watch your thing. I'll watch. Then in the night, to be the same people come and say, Hey, I'm having dreams. I said, Who asked you to watch those things? <laughs> Who asked you? Don't you know there is hearing and seeing? Who sent you? Me, I'll be sleepy and snoring happily. You are the ones afraid. <laughs> Eleven o'clock, you are watching snakes. And ghosts and scary things in the night. How can you have angelic dreams? Ha! Revelations. Ha. I have a roommate in the invest in the night when he falls asleep, he'll be speaking in tongues. I say, hey, people are spiritual. Even in their sleep, they pray. <laughs> My wife tells me, he says, hey, what happens in the night? I, I hear you pray in the night. I say, me? I must say, no, 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 no. You are praying. I say, no, no, no. I must say, no. I hear you pray in the spirit. I say, me? It's not true. He says, no, no, no. It happens several times. But you, when you sleep, you start shouting. They are beating me. They are coming for me. Snakes. It's called hearing and seeing. What are you watching? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? She's not here. If she was here, she would have confirmed it. 2 a.m. I'll hear you pray. Be shouting. James, 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 James. Broke your heart. Because when you wake up, first thing was up from James. You want to see Hosap from James. Instead of hearing Hosap from heaven, from Jesus, you want to hear, you want to see Hosap from James. What is James saying this morning? No. From today, you'll be hearing spiritual things. You'll be seeing spiritual things. Amen. There's a scripture, people, let me just share it with you. Go with me, I think, it's First Corinthians. That's what kept to me right now. As Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen, and then we'll close. Second Corinthians chapter three. You see, there are people who come to church late. They are the one who say, oh, will be here. Those of us who have been here since morning want to go home." <laughs> 
Say, but we all. Say, but we all. He says, but we all with open face, beholding or watching as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are what? Changed. Changed. So the change comes when with open face we watch or we behold. We behold. Our change. Change into what? Into the same image. What the image you are watching, you change to the same thing. If you watch anointed men of God, you will be changed into the same image of anointed men of God. If you watch stupid women insulting their husbands, you will be changed into the same image of foolish women insulting their husbands. we all without exception with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the Lord. Put your hands together for the word of God. Change. Change. Take heed what you hear. Be careful. Put a filter on your ears. Don't just listen to anything. It's not every music you must hear as a Christian. It's not every movie you must watch as a Christian. So because of the movies you watch in the night, you can't sleep. You struggle. Struggle with secret things, masturbation, things. Because of what you are seeing. And watching. I'm telling you, it's not... It's not like the devil hates you, but it's because of the things you expose yourself to. The things you expose yourself to. Rather, use it positively. Expose yourself to good things. Good things. Here, even when you sleep, you can listen to preaching. Once in a while I do it. How can demons come and beat you when in your room preaching is going on as you're falling asleep? Pastor, pray for me. Every night, demons come and beat me. They'll be holding my neck. And then I see a black, a very, a very big bull. It comes to be... To... It's changing. Because you are going to hear and you are going to see. So, even as a church, when we finish the service, before we go into the lay schools, we are going to see some things. We want to watch our pastor, Bishop Dad, preach to us. Yes. Because we all, with open face, beholding us in a glass, are changed to the same image. How even his churches, we want to become like his church, first love church, as we see. As we see how even the church is arranged, you know, there is hardly any person who has attained a certain height without seeing some things to even inspire you to be there. Wow. To inspire you, it inspires you. 
You don't. You can become the next businessman or the best businessman in Namibia if you can see a particular type of businessman and watch the person closely and hear the person closely. Just a matter of time, you become. Yes, you become. It's just, it's just a matter of time. You become. You can become what you see. And you can become what you hear. That's all this, 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 this book is saying. If you want to see success, progress in your life, this is the key, the combination of the two. Hearing and seeing. Hearing and seeing. Hearing and seeing. One day I traveled, I met a friend. Hey, I was broke when I arrived about 18 years ago. And this, my friend, had prospered. So he took me to a restaurant. I said, oh, thank God. The nice restaurant bought me. No bad food. You can eat a small at a time. Then when, when we finished, I was expecting that he would give me an envelope. You know, envelope, money. But he took me to a bookshop. And then he took me to a particular session where they sell CDs. And then he bought an album of CDs from a lady called Martha something. Then, then he said, Pastor, I want to bless you with this seed. So I said to my head, ah, this guy, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Have I told you I need CDs? But I said, okay, no problem. So he gave it to me. When I came back, when I traveled, when I came back, I began to listen to those CDs. Look, it was like one of the best blessings in my life. No, it, it was about a lady who was in jail, practically in jail. She went to jail because of something she hadn't done, some business, something. But like, if you if you evade tax, you can go to jail. But there was a problem about his about her business, so they said she had evaded tax, so they put her into jail. Big woman. But while she was in jail, she began to see the things that happened there and she wrote a book about it and it was that book that she had also recorded on CD and when she came out of jail she was a millionaire the book sold the things she saw there and wrote them down so as I was listening to this woman's story then I understood why my friend gave me this thing it's like look this thing it can transform your life. It's like you can take an opportunity. Something, because some of you, if we put you in jail, that's the day you backslide. You say, God, my Lord, my Lord, why has thou forsaken me? Pastor, I've prayed, I've paid tight. Why am I here? But you may not know that God is putting you there to make you rich. To make you rich. There are some things you see, you hear, you can document, you can publish, and it can change your life. The woman came out of jail a millionaire. In fact, the only thing I learned from that thing is how you can make good out of bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you can make good out of any bad situation. You are staying somewhere, you don't like the place, they are more treating you. No, 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 no. Don't complain. There are things you can learn there and change the life of the world by hearing 
and say, rise to your feet and let's close. So, get the book and we are going to pick up a few chapters and go through them. Today we are only doing introduction, but I believe you are blessed. Wonderful. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Why don't you just pray for yourself briefly as we close. Talk to God and say, Lord, I've heard the wrong things. I've seen the wrong things. But from now, I want to see the right things. I want to hear the right things. Help me to control what I hear and what I see. Take me away from the wrong crowd. Taking me away from the wrong voices. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Mikasu kapo sabala ba katari atala basanda. Rondori wasikele bushikari amasanda rebo sukutori amasanda la ba ba katara. Ramasondori ba yandara ba 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 our minds are filled with confusion because of what we have heard and seen but tell the Lord Lord clear my mind clear my mind clear my mind clear my mind give me clarity of thoughts Lord clarity of thoughts every confusion spirit leaves you thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Rika brosanda la babo santara babaya andara babaya santara babaya. Oh, sindere boshika brosanda la mamaya andere bere 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 bere. Yando la boshika brosika brosanda la mandere babasa katari andara babasanda la mamaya. Meka toli boshendere bosere. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us. Thank you for changing, yes. changing, changing, changing our lives. Lord, we want to see the right things. Lord, we want to hear the right things. Lord, we want to see the right things. Lord, we want to hear the right things. About ministry. Yes. About marriage. Yes. About business. Yes. About life. Yes. About our Christianity. Lord, we want to hear the right things. Help us. Help us. Help us to hear your word concerning so many things that we may receive wisdom for hearing and seeing is the entrance yes. to our wisdom. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, Lord. We bless you. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands if you can. Heavenly Father, I pray for your children. I pray for your people. I pray that in blessing you, bless them. Take them higher. Take them deeper. Let there be a new turn in many lives as we begin a journey of hearing and seeing. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us, Father, to hear the right things, to see the right things. Cause us to be transformed, to be changed. Bless you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit Bishop Andy Juma podcast channel for more messages 
and the Precious Souls Church social media pages for more information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages weekly. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind.